Hey there, mamas. Welcome to Long Island Moms Unfiltered, the podcast that's about keeping it real, raw, and unfiltered. All while embracing the chaos, sharing the laughs, and supporting each other through this wild adventure called motherhood. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode. And if you haven't already, make sure you are subscribed and leave us a review so we know how we're doing. Please leave us a review, anything that you guys want to hear or want us to talk about. That would be great insight. We are going to be getting some guests on here soon, so we're super excited about that. But today we are going to answer a couple of Q&A questions that we got on our Instagram. So if any of you left a question, these are for you. So this might be a two-parter. We're not too sure. It depends on how long this goes. Um, But we're going to try to answer as many as possible. So they're going to range from having to do with motherhood and not having to do with motherhood. Some are just fun. Some are kind of like about our lives a little bit. So you're, you never know what you're going to get with these sometimes. And some of them are weird. (laughs) Some of them are weird. (laughs) All right. First question. Do you feel like you lost your style a bit after having a baby? And if so, have you gotten it back? So I felt I lost my style a couple of years ago when I gained weight only because I started dressing in baggier clothes Mm -hmm. and I'm more comfortable in baggier clothes as like I always been but I feel like if there were times where I wanted to wear form-fitting stuff in the past when I was thinner I was able to but when I gained weight I felt not comfortable so It's been adjustment trying to figure out my style even before the baby. And now after the baby, it's kind of like I don't care. I look like a rag doll and my daughter looks like she's dressed to the nines. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But of course I have, you know, just like my typical like nice jeans and boots and, you know, a couple of casual nice shirts to go out in. But I definitely need to work on on my style a little bit yeah like (laughs) i feel so lazy with it yeah i feel like i'm more focused on comfort now as opposed to like style and the same thing demi always looks amazing and i'm always just in like crusty leggings and i try (laughs) to do as many like nice try-ons that i can do like for social media but it's i feel like it's hard because i don't always dress like that that's only like if i'm going to dinner which rarely happens if i'm going out which rarely happens anymore i'm just always in like my free people onesie or my Amazon onesie and leggings. Um, I feel like I, I don't think I lost it. I think my needs changed. Like my needs now are comfort and my wants are comfort. Well, yeah, because I feel like wearing jeans and a bodysuit, it's just not practical to walk around and run after your toddler and be doing like you want to be comfortable. So you're dressing for your needs. You're yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, Do your babies have a favorite TV show? So Michalina was obsessed with Miss Rachel for the longest time. And as she's gotten a little bit older, she is obsessed with two movies. And that is My Secret Life of Pets and the movie Sing. And we watch them on repeat every single day. Yeah, we're in the Miss Rachel stage. So I again, we're like four or five months behind you. So she doesn't have an attention span when it comes to 
like actual like movies and right. you know even like I put on Frozen and she could like care less um, but we are still in a very heavy Miss Rachel on repeat all day long stage and she absolutely loves it she like sings along she like knows what is coming next yes. and it's it's crazy and she's even like saying like uh oh like when she's supposed to say uh oh and like mm-hmm. so she's you know really starting to come like learn to she learns to talk and does things from Miss Rachel and I could be doing them till I'm blue in the face and it's like screw me I'm gonna do it for Miss Rachel all the time Miss Rachel if you're listening you're a godsend we love you yes come on our podcast (laughs) (laughs) um what is your Starbucks order I don't drink coffee I love the taste of it but it's not a necessity to me and if I were to drink coffee it would be Dunkin' Okay. And I would get a caramel iced latte and that would have to be decaf. If I were eating at Starbucks, um, I love their pumpkin loaf. I love their lemon cake. Mm. And I also love their egg feta spinach mm. wrap thing. Yeah. So that's what I get when I go to Starbucks. Or and then if I get a drink, I normally do like the acai strawberry the refreshers yeah Yeah. that or just like a plain lemonade so you don't do caffeine at all no not really maybe like i'll drink like a soda here and there for some caffeine but it's i don't i'm i'm always tired but i don't like that jittery feeling that the caffeine gives me so so i'm sensitive to caffeine but i have to have a little bit so my go-to order i can actually read it directly from my cup (laughs) Um, but i always get a grande iced mocha and i get only two pumps of the mocha otherwise i feel like i'm literally drinking chocolate milk which isn't the worst thing in the world but i'm a big chocolate person so i'm my go-to is just always a mocha i do really like matcha i've been getting into matcha the past couple months Starbucks is not my favorite necessarily. Does it taste like grass? A little bit, like sweet grass. <laughs> um, but I like the effects of the caffeine. It doesn't give me that jittery feeling, but it kind of is like nice, slow energy throughout the day. Okay. Um, but I really like matcha from like smaller coffee houses, like not brand names. They mm-hmm. seem to make really great matchas. Okay, you might be able to answer this. Are you dealing or have you dealt with a sleep regression on an 18-month-old? And if so, what did you do? My daughter currently is 18 months and we have not hit this stage yet. Uh, she sleeps like a gem and I'm very blessed because she has my genes because I love to sleep. I have not had any issues yet maybe I will but it looks like I won't be because she sleeps like I said she sleeps super well um I do have a friend uh whose daughter I think is like 20 or 21 months and she's been waking her up at like 3 30 4 o'clock every morning no matter she puts her to bed at 7 8 9 she keeps waking up and Honestly, I really don't think there's much that you truly can do. It's just something that's going on because they're growing, they're learning more, like their bodies are changing. So unfortunately, I think you're just going to have to go with the flow and just make it work. And whether they need to sleep in your bed with you or sleep on the couch, whatever it is, as long as you guys are getting sleep, just make it happen and make it comfortable, make it safe and your baby will get through it. Yeah, I feel like babies are always going through some sort of regression, some sort of leap, some sort of growth spurt, or they're teething. Like there's always something you have, maybe like a couple like days or weeks of like really nice sleep, and then or they're sick. Like it, there's always something. Yep. Um, 
And I feel like whenever that happens, I just try to tell myself Demi's learning a new skill or she's growing or there's something like going on that I'm like, this will pass. This will pass. You just have to like deal with it for now. Like kind of like grin and bear it. It kind of sucks. But yeah, I mean, just know that it's not going to be forever. It might suck in the interim, but your baby will learn how to sleep again. Yeah. How do you get over the anxiety of your baby getting sick? I'm terrified for RSV season. So when Michalina's sick, I have anxiety every time just because my anxieties and fear is all about health. But what I do is as soon as she gets sick, I bring her to the doctor. I have them test her for everything and whatever the doctor says I do whether it's give her Tylenol and Motrin on and off every four to six hours I do that if she needs Benadryl I do that if I need to clean her nose I do that RSV is scary um obviously there are people that you know express not to kiss or touch or you know do everything so maybe if you want to bring that to your friends and family's attention uh just keeping your baby safe but also don't be afraid to live your life at the same time uh, but just be cautious of you know who you're around who's touching your baby maybe things like that so that all depends on you but I think the anxiety will always be there because you just love and care for your child so much that you want to be able to help and you kind of feel helpless yeah and I feel like RSV was never really like a big thing for a while and I don't know if it's social media kind of like blowing it up and like showing especially on TikTok like what happens so scary. it's so scary it's so sad and that that was one of my biggest things and still is one of my biggest things for postpartum was Demi getting sick. Like for the first like six months, people were wearing masks and washing their hands. And I like was so paranoid about her getting sick, but it was because of what I was seeing on social media. Um, and RSV season was around that time. She was like three, four months old. And I kept telling myself, you know, just all, all you can do is what you can only control yourself and like your immediate surroundings. So, so much. And, and like, so much. Yeah. Like the like, so, for example, the holidays, you know, you if you're at a little like a, a small get together, just ask each person, how are you feeling? Have you been sick? And that's all you can can do and can control like what's in your control really and if somebody is not feeling good like just you know make your own decision in that moment um but you know even just wearing your baby keeping them close to you and not having them be held by other people and just let them know like I'm Mm -hmm. just not comfortable especially with everyone being sick right now and we all know what's going to happen again this holiday season coming Mm -hmm. around when it gets colder and it's definitely very scary but at least like watching the videos and getting educated yourself on what to look out for yes um that way you know and you can take action quickly and be able to get the best care for your baby but I feel like a lot of people now are having that heightened health anxiety because we're being shown it where before people weren't seeing what actually happens do you know like the particular ages that RSV is most common in babies like at what ages I don't know common but I think it's the most like dangerous for like six months and under and like don't quote me on that yeah but I believe it's like the tiny tiny babies okay. is when it's like the most dangerous that's how I feel too because I feel like after like a year year and a half like your child has been sick so many times and exposed to so many things that they build an immunity when Demi and McLena had Coxsackie like we were like 
beside ourselves. We were like, what do we do? What is it? And we were freaking out. But we had each other to like fall back on and, you know, kind of get us through the week. And of course, it was really scary. But we did everything that we needed to do to take care of them, whether it was going to the doctor, giving them medication or whatever the situation is. But going back to the RSV and this the age. So if your child, I guess, is between the ages of a newborn and a year, I think you should be a little bit more cautious. I'm not saying you shouldn't like not care at all, like when they're older, but I feel like the immunity they've built. So yeah, it's a yeah. and there's more- like, there's more substance to them. They're not yeah. such like a tiny little newborn. They, you know, they can kind of like, I feel like they could like handle it a little bit. Yeah, better. I agree. But it definitely is still scary. So I would just say, you know, do what's in your control. And just be kind of educated and know what to look out for. Yeah, agreed. How did you pick your baby's names? I picked Michalina because it was after uh, my great-grandmother. And um, I felt like it was a nice tribute to her as well as to Michael uh, because he wasn't getting a boy and he wanted to name his son Michael, which I'm never allowing if we have a boy. <laughs> so I felt like it was a nice combination to honor him and honor my great-grandmother. I like that. I love that name. It's such a pretty name. Thanks. Um, so for Demi, Dennis and I would not agree on any names because I liked, I really like Genevieve. That was like my, one of my favorite like top names. That's cute. But I don't see Demi as a Genevieve. No, she's definitely a Demi. Like she's yeah. not a Genevieve. But Dennis was like, I don't even know how to spell that. I'm never going to be able to know how to spell that. And so he wanted a, he liked very simple like basic names like he liked like ashley and caitlin and like no offense if your name you know what i mean just but i wanted something like a little like different yeah Yeah. and we were talking about it with my sister-in-law and she had a boy um about a year before demi and she was telling us the girl names that she had picked and demi was on the list and dennis was like oh i like demi and like we kind of like went on about it and then like three days later he was like you know i really liked demi and i go i like that too and then that was it i was like all right sold (laughs) i thought you were gonna say that you named denny demi demi because of dennis and emma a lot of people say that and that's not what why but it actually kind of worked out that way yeah and it's funny because my cousin calls me emmy and calls denny demi uh denny denny so it's emmy denny and demi that's super cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I call me and Michalina, so I, I nickname Michalina Mick, and I call her us Mick and Vic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what are the baby's middle names? Are you okay with sharing the middle name? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Emma and me clearly have minds like, <laughs> or my husband actually has yeah. minds like with, but um, Michalina's middle name is Rose, and, and Demi's middle name is Rose. Did you always want that middle name or no? Um, so Demi Rose just kind of like, it just like flowed, like mm-hmm. it sounded pretty, sounded nice. Um, my maiden name is Roselle, oh. um, but it's spelled like R-O-W-S-E-L-L. Okay. So I kind of wanted like the Rose part to, it's similar to like my maiden name a little bit, but I obviously wasn't going to spell it R-O-W-S. Um, but so it was kind of like a little play on that, like pulling the row from Roselle, like kind of oh, into that's it. Cute. Yeah. Uh, but then making it rose, like the flower, so it was prettier. Yeah. So I always wanted to either name my daughter Callie Michalino or Michalina mm. Callie. Because oh. I loved the name Callie. And then he was like, why don't we just do Rose? And I'm like, but I feel like everyone's real name is Rose. Yeah. He, but then his grandmother is Rosemary. 
So I'm like, all right, like I will, you know, and then it, it, it flows nice. Like, yeah, yeah. Rose. like Rose it, yeah. just is a really, it goes with It's a very lot. universal. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, what was your hardest adjustment to becoming a mom? My hardest adjustment, I would say, would be sleep and getting in a routine that I knew that would work for me and for Michalina together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For me, I think the hardest part was not being able to do whatever I wanted to do when I wanted to do them. And that sounds so selfish. No, it doesn't. Because we're, we were so used to just getting up and going. Yeah. But if you don't have a lot of help, it's like you're stuck and then you're like, oh my God, wait, but I wanted to do this today and then I wanted to do this. And if, you know, if a year ago today I was able to just do it. But luckily for me, I had so much help. So I was like, do you mind if I just go get my nails? And my mom would be like, yeah, that's fine. Or if I asked my mother in lunch, she's like, yeah, not a problem. So I do have a lot of help. And I know, you know, sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. Yeah, yeah. But um, I feel do you feel now you're more comfortable asking for help than you did? Yeah. So that was a big thing for me is I never asked for help because I've always been like, I would just rather do it myself because I know what to expect and I don't have to rely on anyone. And I'm like that with everything. Like if I'm like, whatever, I'll just do it myself. Like I'm just a control freak and I just, it's something I'm trying to work on. Um, But especially when it comes to Demi, it's like, I'll just do it better anyway. So let me just do it. But now I'm asking for so much help. And I'm actually seeing that how much Demi is flourishing being with other people as well. Like she's starting to get a lot closer with my mother-in-law because she's come and watches her a couple times a week now. Mm-hmm. And like I come home and she's just like, so, oh, hi, mom, you're here. And like she's obviously she's getting a little bit older and like notices that difference. But it's it's nice to be able to have someone for her to also make another relationship with and not just me, me, me all the time because it's so like taxing. It's demanding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. How did you start the podcast? So um, I've been wanting to do a podcast about like motherhood and life and whatever for like a while, but I didn't want to do it alone. I just felt like I like to listen to podcasts that are more like conversational. Yeah. Unless it's like a murder podcast and you're listening to a story. Okay. You don't like murder podcasts? No. Oh, okay. I would have a freaking anxiety attack. I'd be like in my house, like underneath my bed hiding for days if I listened to that. Um, But like, you know, like listening to a story. So I was like, you know, I really want to do one with someone. I want it to be in person, someone that's similar to me. And then I was like, you know, I should reach out to Victoria and see if she would want to do one. But then, you know, I feel like you kind of always get, I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother her like she's probably so busy like and then I was like you I'm know not that busy <laughs> I know and then you know but I feel like you always kind of like tell yourself these things like yeah you know and I was like let me just see if she wants to do a podcast so I sent Vic a DM and I was like hey like this is super random but do you want to start a podcast together yeah I was like <laughs> I think I was in Italy at the time and yeah. I was like I'm in Italy but like yeah I'm totally down someone's always said like never say no yeah like always say yes to an opportunity because you never know where it's going to land you and I felt like this is just like so easy so fun so lighthearted. and it's like what do we have to lose yeah you know we're helping people we're giving them closure we're you know giving them reassurance we're making them maybe more of a uh, we're giving like an outlet yeah, yeah, just yeah. making someone more comfortable and being more confident as a mother or, you know, whoever's getting ready for motherhood. So 
I was like, I think this is great. Yeah. And we've been getting a lot of really great feedback that people have really been enjoying it. And this is, it's such a learning curve too. Like we bought the wrong microphones (laughs) and we couldn't, we couldn't record. And then we had to buy like a separate recorder. So we've been like, you know, because there's really no like, textbook way to start a podcast so we've been kind of like doing it and figuring it out as we go so and I've actually got some feedback that the, the episodes are like getting better as we go because we're learning as we go yeah and it, and it's fun like I said like there's nothing to lose and I really enjoy doing it so um I I'm glad I'm yeah. glad we did this yeah yeah absolutely me too um what is the biggest challenge as a wife hmm I always so obviously I am a wife, but like I focus more on being a mother. Yeah. Do you find that? Yeah. So maybe it could be that you're, not to say you're not being a wife, but no. like, <laughs> you know, maybe, yeah, no, I get what you're saying because it's true that it literally takes up everything. Yeah. Like obviously like I'm a wife, but like at the same time you're a mother. So it's like, okay, well I'm doing this and this and this and this and this. But what was the question? <laughs> um, The biggest challenge as a wife. Um... I would say, but like, what is a, what is being identified as a wife? I don't know. Maybe you don't have any challenges, you know, and that's, you don't have to. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like expectations of a wife is to cook, clean, do laundry, take care of the child, like doing like all that stuff. Could I be better at cleaning? Yeah. Could I be better at cooking? Yeah. I'm pretty good at keeping up with the laundry. Right. Um, so I will say I'm okay with that. But, you know, I feel, I, I don't know. Yeah. I would have it's to ask, hard. I would have to ask Michael. Yeah. Yeah. He might need to ask him where you need some help. Yeah, where I need some. He he would, he would say. Um, making the bed. <laughs> uh, no, not making the bed. Things um, you do in the bed. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that's probably what I have to work on. Because, yeah. you know, like... That's the last thing you want to do at the end of the, the day. That's the last thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I would, I would say that. And then I would just say um, maybe cooking and cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I would say... And this might be something that I just want to do more. Um, is helping out with more, like, finances. Like, I want to, like... Oh, <laughs> Michael text me and be like, I paid the mortgage this month. It was blah, blah, blah. I paid the electric bill. It was blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Like, I, try, I, I will do, like, the, like, I'll pay the electric bill or the phone bill or something like mm-hmm. that. But I would like to help out with the mortgage. But, like, honestly, like, as an influencer, my income is so sporadic. Yes. And I feel like I'm constantly waiting for a check, waiting for a brand to pay. And so it's never like where Dennis has like a steady, he has a job, he has a steady income. So I would just like to help out more because I, I do see that the finances stresses him out sometimes. Yeah. Not sometimes, a lot of times. So like I would like to help out a little bit. But My husband says nothing about the finances, so I just let it go. But I do I do all the food shopping, so I take care of all the food shopping. Um, I pay for our um, house insurance and car insurances. Okay. So I do that, and then obviously majority of the time I'm you know I pay for everything for Michelina. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like Mike does like all like the house stuff. And then I, I do I, I do contribute. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, I definitely contribute. I do the same thing, like, the groceries and like, the diapers, everything for Demi. Yeah. But I would like to help out, like, a little more, you know? I feel like, I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> Let the man do it. <laughs> <laughs> what 
what do you think the best age gap is for siblings? And we kind of talked about this last episode. For me personally, I would think like two to three years. Okay. Yeah. And I would, I would, I would assume that too, because anybody that I see that has kids that age gap is nice or a ginormous age gap where like the older kid can help out more. Yes. I feel like it's like one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your biggest struggle during your plus size pregnancy? I really didn't have any struggles during my pregnancy. My my weight, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I really didn't. No, I didn't have anything. Um, for me, like, my only thing was, like, social media comments. Mm. But it was mostly, and I know most people don't really get this, but mostly from, like, men on TikTok being, like, you're fat or like you don't look pregnant or you know things like that 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 was the only thing but I mean like health wise I was fine I did have gestational diabetes but I know that has nothing to do with having a plus size pregnancy so I feel like that doesn't fit in with the question but that was like the most annoyingest part of being pregnant yeah but I feel like it was fine I feel like it would just be like any other normal pregnancy I mean maybe like finding clothes that like that my bump didn't look as we talked about like the flat bump like the yeah deflated bubble Bubble. bump (laughs) yeah but no i yeah i didn't have like any issues being plus size and pregnant yeah so good um anxiety about your baby hitting specific milestones or keeping up with what people post on social media so i feel that every baby or child develops at their own time and their own speed and me and emma were just discussing this like she is at my house currently and she sees mclena and she was like i know demi and mclena are five months apart she was like but i don't think demi is going to be where mclena is and that's completely fine because every child learns different and every child develops different so don't compare your child to somebody else because eventually your child will get there when they're supposed to get there. Right, right. And I know it's stressful and you see all this stuff on, oh, okay, so at 12 months your child should be walking and at 18 months your child should be, should be saying 20 words and running and kicking a ball. But if they're not, it's okay. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with your child. It just means that they need more work and they're just developing a little bit slower and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like Demi, she was, I would say she was like walking like early on time, like right around like the end of 12 months, getting into 13 months is like right now is she's like really starting to get less wobbly. Like she's really, really walking pretty decent, Um, but she's very like not talking at all like she said the one thing she is starting to say is like baba like when she has her bottle like i'd be like do you want a baba and she goes baba and she like runs to the fridge and like she knows says time. that yeah she oh well, everything is that that and this that this this everything but she's not she doesn't really say much so like for me like and i keep trying to tell myself like she's literally like 13 months like it's okay um but she's developing more like motor skills not like verbal skills yet but I still know what she's saying and know what she's you know wanting answers to but it's definitely really hard especially on social media because like back in the day and I, I feel like it's so weird saying back in the day like even like yeah. five years ago like people aren't posting what their kids are doing on social media they no. weren't so now like the comparison game is so different 
But yeah, every baby is going to develop on their own time and let them flourish on their own. If your pediatrician has something to say about it, then look into therapies and, you know, they're the ones that really have the ultimate say. Yeah. At the end of the day, social media is just there for guidance and they're just showing you what their baby is doing at that time. But that doesn't mean that your baby should be doing the same thing and they're not your doctor. So if your doctor has concerns, that's when you should have concerns. But if your doctor doesn't have concerns, then don't worry about it and stop focusing and stressing over what social media tells you. Yeah. Um, we'll do two more. This is a quick one. How often do you do date night? <laughs> like never. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's something that we really should do because Michael is off on Mondays and Thursdays. There are some times where he does have to go into work if they're shorthanded or they need help or they're busy or whatnot. But I feel like the Mondays and Thursdays when we're off, it's like, okay, he's like, okay, I'm going to go get a haircut. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do this. You watch Michalina. And then he comes home and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do this. You watch Michalina. And then we come home and it's like, okay. But then you want family time. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. Well, now we're just home and we're just going to order dinner and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't do date night at all. But when we do spend time together, really, it's just on the weekends because Dennis is off Saturday, Sunday. Um, We just spend time together because we don't get to spend much time together during the week. So we really don't spend alone time, just me and Dennis. I would say maybe once every couple of months, we do do dinner with a very close friend of mine and her husband Mm -hmm. um, because they're like big foodies like we are. So like we'll do like a nice new restaurant or um, check out a new place that open. And like for us, that's kind of like a fun date night. And I hate that to say like we do it with other people, but sometimes it's nice to just have that like conversation with different people. Yeah, I mean, like sometimes if me and Michael go out to dinner, like – He's on his phone, like right. What are you at, gonna? You spend all day, like you. You know what? What are you gonna talk about? Fantasy you know? drafts. Yeah, I like going out to dinner with like another couple. Yeah. So which we do too. I go with my my friend Mary and Tom. Yeah. And uh, we always have a great time. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's it's a night out. Yeah. You know? We have I have more fun with other people than just me and Dennis because we we talk all day long. Like we text all day long. Like yeah. what are we possibly gonna talk about that? You know, we don't already do. Okay, last question. Supportive partners, how do you boss babe and your husband be okay with it? I feel like if your partner loves you and cares for you, they will support you in anything that you decide to do in life. I am always doing new things, I feel like. So my main source of income is being a hairdresser. I work as a hairdresser in a salon three days a week. Um, I also do influencing. I do the podcast. Uh, You know, I'm always trying something different. And I feel like no matter what I do, my husband is just like, okay, that's great. You know, like he's not not my hype man, but he is like, okay, not a problem. You go do like, he's supportive. Yeah. Like he, he's not, he never tells me that I can't do something. Yeah. And if he told me that I could never do something, then he could either F off and I'm going to do it 10 times more or I'm not going to care. Like, but whatever he decides to do, I'll support him. And whatever I decide to do, I think he'll support me. Yeah. I'm the exact same way. We're like, 
Dennis knows I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what. Like, obviously, if it's something that he doesn't agree with, I won't do. But there's never been that scenario because I'm not doing anything crazy. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I'm not, like, looking to be a stripper or anything yeah. like that. But he has said, like, why aren't you on OnlyFans? He's like, I'll take the feet pics. Like, he's, like, all for it. What? Do you see the money these people make? I know. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's the money. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of times where like these guys were like, I want to be your sugar daddy. And I'm like, send me that money. And I yeah. would be like, hey, Mike, do you mind, <laughs> do you mind if I have a sugar daddy? And he's like, uh, I go, this guy's willing to pay me $5,000 a week. And he's like, um, I'll think. <laughs> you like actually think about yeah. it. Yeah. Obviously, I would never do it. Right, it's really right. funny, like right. just to talk about, but um, no, I would never stoop to that level. Um, but yeah, like there are some husbands or, or boyfriends or girlfriend, wh- whoever you're dating, support you and will support yeah. the OnlyFans stage. Is it because they need money? Is it because they don't care? Like, whatever. Like, if they feel confident enough that, like, they're yours and yours, yeah, you're you are theirs, like. And you have that confidence in the relationship. I think that's fantastic. Um, I'm just not comfortable yeah. sharing my body to other people. Like, yeah, that's yeah, just kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, I've gotten some weird things when I was younger. Like, I was shown that I was on people's um, screensavers. Oh, that's weird. I was told that people do stuff while they... Oh, no, yeah. no, no. So, I was like, yeah, like... Yeah. But... Um, no, I feel like we do easy, lighthearted things. Yeah, like, yeah. The podcast, like when I, whenever I have an idea, I'm always like, so I've been thinking and he's like, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> but you just started a new part-time job. Yeah, so I started a part-time job and I was looking for something more for my mental health. Mm-hmm. I needed to get out of the house without Demi a couple hours a week. And like I did need that extra like couple hundred dollars a week cash like just that like steady income yeah um and I got a part-time job it's 12 hours a week and I literally answer phones I file I create an invoice like I work for an alarm tech company and it is such an easy job but it is so relaxing the people are so nice they're very family oriented orientated why does that sound weird oriented Family oriented. Family oriented. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just such a nice way where 12 hours a week I get to get back like in a in a routine. Like I get to get up, do my hair, do my makeup, get dressed, leave the house for a couple of hours. Demi gets to play with my mom or my mother-in-law. And I come home by two o'clock and it's time to just hang out, have a snack, have dinner, and she goes to bed. Like it's right. it's perfect. So I have that. Obviously, influencing is like my main income. Um, and Dennis is always like willing to be behind the camera, shoot whatever I need him to shoot. It's not he always great. The other day he goes, yeah, I got to go home and hold the camera for her. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's great. Like, I'll, I mean, this has nothing to do with like work, but I'll like be like doing like the self tanning moose. Yeah. And I'm like, Mike, can you get my back? And yeah. he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. So it's like little things like that. Like even that's supporting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. So I think it's really just knowing that they value what you're doing and support you is for me like it, it means the world because again like he's not my biggest hype woman he's not like going and telling his friends wives like listen to my wife's podcast like no neither for the, long- for the longest time like dennis would tell people like oh she works for facebook like she works on facebook 
I mean, it was mostly like, oh, I think it was Instagram. He's like, she works on Instagram. So people thought I like went into the city and like worked at Instagram headquarters, like all the his friends from work because oh, he just has no idea. Yeah, they don't really have. You know, yeah. it's it's just so funny. And but I feel like it's better off that way. Like they know the gist of what's going on, but they're not. They have the concept of what you're doing. It's the support behind the scenes right. is what's important. Yeah. So I think so. it's important to having your significant other supporting you and what you're doing and what your passions are is like it's it's important and it's nice to have someone supporting you i agree absolutely all right so i loved this episode i think doing the q a was a nice little change of pace for us um and i love being able to answer your guys's questions so we are definitely going to do a part two because there are still some questions that we have not yet answered but that is all for this week's episode yeah so keep those questions coming and we can't wait for you guys to Listen to what we have coming up and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.